Welcome to the Gather Houston podcast. We are a Christian community practicing the way of Jesus in all parts of life and for the good of all people. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, So today is July 4th. I mentioned that earlier, and I know you needed that uh, calendar reminder, but today is a national holiday, and so uh, we're going to kind of press pause on our Ephesians series. We've been walking through the book of Ephesians, and because today is such a different day in our calendar, and to be honest, in person today uh, at church, there will be less people in attendance, which is okay. It's a holiday. I totally understand, Uh, but we're kind of pressing pause on that because I wanted to do something different. Uh, I I grew up in the kind of church, and I know many of you did, but I I grew up in the kind of church that that kind of merged together uh, Christian and American identities, especially Christianity and American patriotism. So uh, on a day like today in my church growing up just outside of Longview, Texas, uh, today would have been a special uh, kind of Sunday. We already had bright, like, a right red carpet in the sanctuary, so it already felt a little patriotic. But on Fourth of July weekend, uh, we would, uh, you know, wear our our red, white, and blue. We had a praise team. I don't know if you grew up in a church with a praise team, but we had a praise team. So the praise team would maybe wear their American flag uh, situations uh, polo shirts. And uh, I remember there was one particular gentleman that had a really sweet bald eagle on the pocket of his polo shirt for 4th of July weekend, and it was just 10 out of 10 legit. But we would sing songs at church during worship on 4th of July weekend like God Bless America or America the, Be- the Beautiful. Right? It, was a, it was a merging of, of Christian and American identities. And uh, on the surface, that seems pretty harmless, right? It's not uh, being, being patriotic in and of itself is not a bad or, or harmful thing. Who cares if you're, if you're patriotic? But in that merging of identities, in that merging of Christianity and, and American uh, culture, American patriotism, I was, also taught, I was also taught to go to Latin American and African countries and tell them about Jesus. But I kept showing up into these communities, into these Uh, Latin American and African communities and finding out that they already knew about Jesus, that they were already practicing Christians. What we were actually bringing them was American Christianity. What we were actually bringing them was colonialism, maybe mixed with a little white supremacy. And I was taught uh, that, that to be really more Christian than you had to vote for one political party over another. If you want to be a real Christian. And my faith was put to a a purity test based on political affiliation. So it wasn't just Christianity mixed with patriotism, then it was Christianity used as a tool uh, uh, for a political and military machine. So it seems kind of harmless on the surface, but then you start getting in the middle of it and it turns out sometimes these Christian and American identities don't merge very well. They may actually be at odds with one another. And the, the merging, the, the, the desire to merge these Christian and American identities has a name. Uh, it's called Christian nationalism. And Christian nationalism demands that Christianity be privileged by the state, by the government, that the, that the government gives more uh, credit, privilege to Christians. And uh, it, it applies that to, 
to be a good American, you should be a Christian, and to be a good Christian, you should be American or at least adopt American values and culture. And it often provides some cover for things like colonialism and, and white supremacy. And so just to be uh, extra crystal clear today, uh, here at Gather, we reject the damaging ideology of Christian nationalism. I do not believe that these identities of Christian and American can merge together. And in fact, I think sometimes they are at odds with one another. But I also want to be clear that I am not anti-American. Okay, I'm not trying to ruin your July 4th today. I promise. I, I, I know that my place at, in the world as an American has brought me a lot of privilege. And I acknowledge that. But God has not ordained America or Americans as his chosen people. America is not a biblical Israel. And America cannot and should not be the object of our worship. Last week in worship, we looked at Ephesians 3.6, and Paul says there, the mystery is that through the gospel, the Gentiles are heirs together with Israel, members together of one body and sharers together in the promise in Christ Jesus. And we talked about last week that Paul, when he uses this word Gentile, which means all the other nations that aren't Israel, he's telling the church in Ephesus that where you're born, your nation of origin, your national identity does not count for you or against you in the kingdom of God. That everyone is included and, and that national identity should actually be stripped away and you should embrace a new identity, your Christian identity as a member of the body, as a sharer in the promise. That's your new identity. You're a part of the family of God. And it should be a reminder to us today on this July 4th that our identity as Americans counts, does not count for us or against us in the kingdom of God. It does not count for us or against us. And I, I really, I'm really not trying to ruin your July 4th. I hope you have a great day. You should uh, go outside and swim and barbecue. You should wear your American flag bathing suit. It's great. You should have a great day. Uh, you should be grateful that the, the things, uh, for the things this country affords you. But uh, if you really love America, my hope is that you're wise enough not to worship her. Since uh, meeting back inside uh, for the last three weeks, we've had lots of new folks around here, which I love. And as a part of that, I get to talk a lot about kind of the story of the church and our, our mission and vision. And a lot of people ask me, what kind of church is this? Which is a fair question, because if you come to worship here, uh, especially in person, it's a mix of a lot of things. It feels like we have some gospel music going, and we do some liturgy, and we sing hymns, and I preach from the Bible, and we do some sacramental things, so it feels liturgical and kind of charismatic and really traditional and a little progressive. It's kind of confusing. And so we get a lot of questions like, what? is this church? What kind of church is this? And some people think I'm going to say, well, we're an, we're an inclusive church. We're an inclusive church because we talk about the inclusive nature of the kingdom of God a lot, but that's not what I say. And some people think I'm going to say, well, we're a biblical church because I love the Bible and I teach from it every week and I think it's, a, a really, I think it's really, really important. But I don't say we're a biblical church. What I try to say is that we are a Christian church. We're a Jesus church. More than being inclusive, more than, being, more than even being biblical, more than being conservative or liberal, we want to be a Jesus church. We are a Jesus people. We are a uniquely Christian church. The way of Jesus 
defines who we are more than anything else. And so on days like today, on July 4th, a day that's meant to be a celebration of our national identity, I think it's worth as Christians, as those of us who, who claim to have this other identity, I think it's important for us to pause and to ask ourselves whether our identity as a Jesus people aligns with our identity as an American. And are, are our allegiances, are our, our allegiances split? Do we prefer personal liberty over liberation for all? Do we prefer being partisan over being prophetic? Are we American Christians? Or are we citizens in the kingdom of God? These questions are important. And because we're uh, so committed to being a Jesus church, being a, a uniquely Christian people, I thought we should at least for a moment look at Paul's description uh, of who Jesus was in Philippians chapter 2. It's one of my absolute favorite passages in the Bible. And Paul says in Philippians 2, uh, 5 through 11, he says, In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus who being in very nature of God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a ser servant. Being made in human likeness and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth, and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Being, being a Jesus church sometimes puts us in conflict with being an American, because the way of Jesus is the way uh, of uh, humility, the way of giving up power and control. The way of Jesus is often in conflict with the capitalistic and colonial framework that we're given as Americans. Right? It says in Philippians 2 that, that we should have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. We should be like Jesus. And Jesus decided to be a servant. He gave up his power. It says he came down and humbled himself. And he didn't leverage his power to get more. He gave up his power. Service, humility, and I think for us, our, our American identity, the way of America often tells us to seek power, to seek more control, and then to leverage our power to get more. And I think this is why we cannot fall into the trap of Christian nationalism. Because these things don't go together. Right? The way of America says power and control over everything else. Power and control, power and control in the way of Jesus is humble yourself. Give up control. Give up your power. Right? We are Christians. We are a Jesus people. We cannot and should not merge our Christian and our American identities. We are a Jesus church committed to humility over power and service over control. So for you, do you feel this tension? 
Do you feel this tension in your life that being American has been equated to being a Christian, or maybe a good Christian? And for you, do you feel like you've enmeshed, you have merged your Christian and American identities? Do those things feel connected to you? Maybe think about how you think of people from other countries. Are they less Christian than you? Are you automatically a little bit more faithful? And for you, are your allegiances split? What, what would it look like for you to have an intentional rejection of Christian nationalism? You would say, that, that will not be uh, a pitfall for me. I will not merge these identities. Maybe just an honest look at how you've done it in the past would be helpful today. Some honesty and then some repentance. To say, here's, here's how I have practiced Christian nationalism. Maybe it's about a political party. Maybe it's about how you think of other countries and people from other countries. How have you practiced Christian nationalism? How have you merged these identities? Listen, you, you don't have to be anti-American to reject Christian nationalism. Okay? You don't have to be anti I'm not asking you to be anti-America today. I think you should be grateful for this country, but you should be wise enough not to worship her. Our Christian identity has to be centered on the way of Jesus over and above everything else. Humility over power and service over control. Uh, one of my favorite books ever is uh, by Viktor Frankl. And if you have been a gatherer for very long, uh, you've probably heard me talk about Viktor Frankl. He wrote uh, a book called Man's Search for Meaning. And just one of my favorite reads, I think everybody should read it, but uh, Viktor Frankl was a, a 20th century neurologist and psychiatrist. Uh, it was also a Holocaust survivor. And in his book, he talks about how everyone, like everyone, like you and me, everyone throughout time, uh, is really searching for meaning in their life. That's what they want. They want meaning. And when they can't find meaning, when they struggle to find it, when there's some barrier to finding real and deep meaning, that what people do is they settle for power or pleasure. Sometimes he says it's control or empty entertainment. Right? Power or pleasure. That we want meaning, but we settle. And I'm with him. I, I believe today that you are searching for a meaningful life, that you want a meaningful life for you and your family, and this is, you're making decisions based on your desire for a meaningful life. I'm with them. But I think sometimes our desire, I think sometimes that desire for a meaningful life comes out as us being extra patriotic. And my fear is that our patriotism or our uh, na nationalistic identities, that those things are actually rooted in power or control or maybe even pleasure or entertainment. That we think if we can hold tight to these patriotistic, patriotistic, is that a word? To our patriotism and these nationalistic ideals, if we can hold tight to those, then we have more power. We have more control. I think maybe our national identities, I think maybe our national identities are keeping us from the real meaningful life that God has for us. And so today, as you contemplate 
uh, your identity. As you contemplate how maybe you've enmeshed, you've merged some of these identities, contemplate today how to be grateful for a nation without worshiping it. And today, don't settle. Don't settle for power or control or entertainment. Don't settle for being partisan when God has called you to be prophetic. Don't settle for personal liberty when God has called you to advocate for liberation for all. Don't settle for being an American Christian when God has called you to be a citizen of the all-inclusive kingdom of God. Don't settle today and embrace your uniquely Christian identity. Embrace this truly meaningful way of life. And so gather on this uh, July 4th, this is my prayer for you. Be honest today about the ways your allegiances are split. Be honest about your tendencies to worship that which has brought you privilege. Be honest and then repent. And today, embrace your uniquely Christian identity. Embrace humility over power and service over control. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you're interested in Gather, check out our website at gatherhouston.org or visit us on Sunday at 10 a.m.